Welcome to Engage, a series for women in agribusiness. This update is made possible by Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Dow AgriSciences, Thunder Seed, Black Gold Farms, North Dakota Soybean Council, Peterson Farms Seed, and the North Dakota Grain Growers Association. Now, here's our host, Kara Hart. Today on Engage, we're visiting with Dow AgriSciences Market Development Specialist, Bridget Riedel. We're talking about the idea of work-life balance today. Welcome to the podcast, Bridget. Tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe in and out of work. So I am a farm kid from Wishick, North Dakota. Grew up, was highly active in FFA, as well as very active on the farm. When I was in college, I was interning. So I spent a summer as a pickup secretary for Central Crop Consultants. And Dow Agri-Sciences offered me a internship, which I, then they came back and asked me for a second year. Um, the following summer, I was an intern for Rich Zollinger, the state weed extension specialist, to get my extension internship completed. Student taught, and in the midst of student teaching, I got a call from, from Dow Agri-Sciences asking me if I'd like to come work full-time. And I said, yes, this seems like a good gig. So 20 years later, I'm still with Dow Agri-Sciences. Uh, 16 years as a sales rep, I've had a territory that has varied somewhat in eastern and northeastern North Dakota. And through that time, um, have had built a lot of relationships with our retail and distributor customers, as well as our crop consultants. Moving into my new position as a market development specialist four years ago was very easy because of those relationships. So um, besides that, we live in Hunter. Uh, my husband was an agronomy manager for 23 years. He now is in the industry as a seed salesman. Uh, we have two grown children. Our son and his wife live in Moorhead, and our daughter lives in Minneapolis. So everybody is off the payroll, you might say. We are enjoying empty nesting. Facebook's chief operating officer and the author of Lean In, I'm sure you probably read Lean In, um, Cheryl Sandberg says, there's no such thing as a work-life balance. There's work, there's life, and there is no balance. Uh, in your opinion, Bridget, is there such a thing as a work-life balance for a woman who works in the agribusiness sector? There is not a clear-cut balance that every one of us is going to follow. It truly varies by person. If I look at some of the other women in this industry and I watch how they have worked in retail and agronomy and raised their children, I am always awed by how they did that because I know how full their days were, and yet they were able to accomplish it. I don't know if I have a balance. I just know that there are a number of things that I need to get done, and they might all get done today, and some of them might get done tomorrow. The beauty of doing these jobs in ag is the flexibility that we have. We follow the seasons, and so we learn to prioritize, have good time management, and follow that season to do the things that are right. We have to make those choices for ourselves. If you find that you are spending way too much time at work and sacrificing the time with your family, then it is your choice whether or not you continue to do that much at work or you turn around and spend some more time with your family. It's a balance that way. Is it hard to know, um, distinguish between the two? If you, you seem so passionate about what you do. And I know of people who have been passionate before that it's, they seem like that's all they do, you know, 24-7. How do you know when to say no and, and how to stop? It is a wonderful position to be in when you have a spouse who is willing to take the time to look you in the eye and say, you need to make some choices because I will support you in everything that you do, but I do not want you to regret missing out on any events with our family or at work. So it's time to put those prioritization skills to use and do a better job of making sure you're accomplishing what you want 
And from time to time, your spouse even needs to say, wait a minute, you're taking too much time away. We need to do, do this differently. And that's all right. Um, I, again, I'm very fortunate to have a spouse who understands my job because he's an ag too and always has been. So he helps me balance that out. Yeah, it sounds like you've got a great support system. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> who's not afraid to stand up to me. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you have a, a network of friends that m you meet up with every now and then and, and a wide network of other working women. In your experience, have you ever talked to them about this? Do they have that kind of same support system? Are you finding that's pretty common? It, it is always much more helpful when your spouse works in ag because folks who don't or don't have an ag background find this a little more difficult to understand. Why don't we just end at 5 o'clock? What do you mean this may carry over into the weekend? And when I talk with the other women in that close-knit network that we already have started in the industry, um, we have been here long enough. Most of us have 15 to 20 and plus years that we've already figured out how to make that work with our spouses. But I think for someone who's new and young coming into our industry, it's feeling your way through the dark. We can give you advice, but no one can make those choices except for you. And I think that encouragement from the other women who are already in agribusiness is wonderful, but you have to have the support of your spouse, your significant other, who else is in your corner. With two grown kids, do you consider yourself a working mom, Bridget? Your children never leave. So, yes, um, still a working mom because when they call and say, we'd like to do this, that, or the other thing, you have to still plan that time out, no different than when you had to make time for sporting events in high school, etc. So momming never ends. <laughs> but I do think that the kids, because they grew up seeing what I did and what my husband did, they have a little bit better perspective and they will say, wait, we can't really expect you guys to do a whole lot and travel in the month of May because, well, it's the month of May. And so they do pretty well with that. Uh, if I had little, little kids, this would be tough. There would be a lot bigger balance that my husband and I would have to have. And we've talked about that. Um, I probably would not be doing a lot of the things that I have done because we would have needed to have a much different balance in how we handled our family when the kids were little. So it's worked out good. I was going to ask if there were any big challenges. When, when you did have, um, when those children were a little younger, um, were there any challenges, uh, any that you can remember that maybe worth sharing with our audience out there? There are times where you are out on the road and your uh, spouse is eyeball deep in spring planting or fall fertilizer and you realize that the kids are going to be home and there is no one there to make supper. And who's going to do that? So sometimes you have to rely on the health and generosity of your friends and neighbors so your children don't starve. But then back to better prioritization, the amount of communication that you have to have is tremendous. If you and your spouse don't talk regularly, it's not going to work. And it's not just talking about what came in the mail. It's where are you today and who is going to make sure that this gets taken care of for our kids? Um, I learned to cram a lot of things into one day in order to make sure that all that was accomplished. So that said, what does a typical day look like in your life? Do you, I mean, does it vary when you start and when you end kind of thing? Absolutely. Back to the fact that in agriculture, we follow the seasons. And so what's fascinating to many people outside of ag is that my winter days are probably more hectic than even my summer days. And that's because during the winter months, we're busy getting ready for the next 
growing season. And it's important for us to have our products positioned, to have our sales team ready to go and up to speed on as much information as we can share with them. So I am on the road a lot driving. I also have a lot of airplane time in the winter months as I crisscross the country, as well as our district. We cover two and a half states. And so making sure that all of our needs are met for the customer, for the customer in advance. When I get to this time of the year, there's some flexibility in the fact that I know that my travel will be more local. I can drive a couple of hours to look at a field with a sales rep. I can be on the phone for an extended period of time, but I might not be on an airplane or I might not be in a meeting room in the state of Montana. So there is some variability in what we do. And a typical day is lots of phone time. I will tell you that at my house at night when the phone rings, there's a bigger argument about who has to take that call because we're both tired of being on the phone. I think that um, there is every single day, it's about time management. What do I need to take care of right now? What can wait? And those are probably the greatest qualities that you have to have in this, in this job, in being in agriculture. How am I going to prioritize? How am I going to communicate? What's my time management? <laughs> the other stuff we can learn. <laughs> Also, that makes me think of success a little bit. Um, success is such a challenging word, I think, especially for women. Um, we're so hard on ourselves, I think, a lot. Um, but does a definition of success change between um, work and home, or do they mesh together, or how do you define that as a woman in agribusiness? It's a terribly blurry line between work and home when you're in agribusiness because many times your customers are your friends, and you want to be careful with that because you don't want to alienate your friends because you had to make a business decision. Now, going back to your question of how do we balance all that out, if I think I remember what your question was, um, I think that that definition of success is not, for me is not the same today as it was when I started 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I knew what I needed to make for my sales plan. I wanted to have a certain level of respect from my customers. I'm at a point now where I think I have that level of respect. I don't get judged on a sales plan the way I used to, but my definition of a success is how do the others around me succeed? And so I've grown from just worrying about myself as a 20 something kid to now I'm in my forties and I'm more worried about the success of everybody that I work with because that's more important to me today. Do you um, have any tips for other professionals um, looking for that balance or at least trying to uh, get a good dose of both, um, uh, of work and home, of balancing family and work or relationships with work? We are all going to choose our level of success and what our balance is going to be. What might be more important is what is our employer's idea of success? Because the baby boomer generation are incredibly hardworking and they have a high level of expectations. For those of us who are Generation X and millennials, we're willing to be a bit more flexible. Now, that's all a generalization because every individual differs. I think that as employers, we need to look at our younger folks and realize and ask them, what is it that they are going to use to measure their success? How can we help them be successful? It doesn't have to be just our measuring stick. We also have to use theirs so that we help them achieve those career goals. So what someone starting out wants to be is going to be different than what 
I wanted to be at that age or what I want them to be now. So I need to communicate with them, back to communication, why it's important to know what they think. Is there anything else you uh, want us to know before we let you go today? I think that working in ag is probably one of the most rewarding careers we can have. It is so varied. We don't have regular office jobs. We're not tied to a desk. We get to experience Mother Nature at her best and worst. But no matter what anybody says, we are the backbone of the food industry. We support life in every way possible from growing those plants to feeding the world. And I think we need to be passionate about that. And we need to make sure that we are professional so that we do a good job and provide the cheapest, safest, most abundant food supply in the world. This special series is produced by the Red River Farm Network. Thanks to these supporters, the North Dakota Grain Growers Association, Thunder Seed, Black Gold Farms, Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Dow AgriSciences, North Dakota Soybean Council, and Peterson Farms Seed.